Snap Studios. Snap. Okay, so you have a look. You see yourself in the mirror and you think, that's me. That's what I look like. Friends and family, they think the same thing. That's her, all right. Well, today in a classic Snap Judgment from WNYC Studios, what if you look the same as you always have, but the world gives you a totally different response? I think I saw it on television. That was back when we all watched the news at like six. I think they actually broke into whatever else was going on to, you know, say this just in. In Detroit today, there's been a violent attack on an American athlete, Nancy Kerrigan, the American figure skater, who was widely considered a favorite to win a medal at the Winter Olympics, was attacked at a practice session. Two men wielding some sort of unidentified stick-type object, uh, you know, something, I don't know. The story was, these guys, who knew figure skating rival Tanya Harding, had plotted the whole thing. They followed Nancy Kerrigan to Michigan, and then clubbed her, right at the knee, with a metal baton. The idea was to knock her out of the running for the Olympics. You know, they were showing that famous, awful clip of, of Nancy injured on the on the floor uh, around you know near the rink and people rushing to her aid and her crying in pain it's awful why why <laughs> in 1994 i was living in boston nancy had grown up in well, she's from stoneham but um, we all had sort of watched her watched her rise nancy was adored the local kid who was going to win the gold. But Tanya... Tanya's reputation before this happened was that she was a tough, athletic, amazing, amazing skater who succeeded against all odds. She saved bottle caps to pay for her ice time. She sewed her own costume. She was like, she was like the good kind of scrappy. It was such a huge scandal. You know, who did it, who, why, who's to blame. So after this, Nancy was the golden girl and Tanya was the white trash. After that news broke, the next time that I left the house, I was walking down the street. I sensed a car slow down next to me. Whoever it was rolled down the window and said, Hey, Tanya, go home! To me. So Lynn is holding out on one piece of information here. I was taking private figure skating lessons from a coach at the MIT rink. So I'd often be around Cambridge carrying my skates. All of a sudden, it was constant. People would stop me on the street. Hey, you know what you look like? And what they were thinking was that I looked exactly like Tanya Harding. And like the thing is, I really did. I walked into my house one day and there was a message saying, Lynn, this is so-and-so over at the Boston Globe. I heard you look a lot like Tanya Harding and I'm wondering what that's like for you. Can you please give me a call? Lynn's picture made it on the front page of the Metro section. Then the story got picked up and distributed all over the country. So that's when 
the phone calls almost broke the tiny cassette tape in my answering machine. The media was Tanya crazy. One TV station wanted to drive Lynn to Nancy Kerrigan's house and have her stand on the front lawn. She declined. But Lynn did want to be on stage to act, do comedy, do something. She was only 25 and hadn't really figured out how to make that happen. And then she got a call from the king of daytime TV. When Geraldo called to ask me to be on the show, I called my mom and I was like, Geraldo. And she goes, oh God. Geraldo was a um, kind of a you know, middle-brow re- investigative reporter. He wanted her to play Tanya for their infamous celebrity look-alike contest. A limo came to drive us to the studio. We all trickled down to the lobby one by one. So first the Nancy look-alike, then the guy who looked exactly like Joey Buttafuoco, and then, of course, the Amy Fisher look-alike. The folks in the in the limo definitely asked me, "Wow, so do you mind looking like Tanya with you know clear disdain?" So I was like, "I don't know. How do you? What do you think, Joey? You know, do you mind looking like a dude who had an affair with a sixteen-year-old? What's your story?" Lynn killed the lookalike contest, and then Geraldo asked her to come back to play Tanya in a mock grand jury trial to basically determine her guilt. So, you know, he opened the show, very serious voice and very furrowed brow. You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, this is a very special Geraldo. We are here to actually consider the evidence with the help of real lawyers. And there is not conjecture here, folks. And there were two lawyers that I remember. One of them was the, the lady in the turban with a big jewel in the front. And she was very dramatic, and it felt like she had walked out of a movie from some other time. Why would they do such a thing? She's got every motive in the world to destroy her rival. Of course she's got motive. She wants to win the gold. The guy who played my lawyer was Joey Buttafuoco's actual lawyer. It was the weirdest thing. It was so weird. And I was wearing my ice skates. I was wearing my skates in the courtroom. And I remember so clearly looking around the room, thinking to myself, Jesus, where do they get these people? And then came the Winter Olympics and Lillehammer, the showdown everyone was waiting for. Nancy versus Tanya. And you see Nancy and Tanya skate out onto the ice with, you know, just feet between them. As they, as they skate in their circles warming up, and it is just the coldest, tensest thing you have ever seen. Tanya's Olympic showing was pretty much a disaster. The technical program reaches back with a right foot, single. She singled her triples. She puts her skate up on the boards, and she's pointing to her boot, she's pointing to her coach, and she's kind of pointing back and forth and and clearly upset. She'd had a malfunction with the laces on her skate. She is just crying from all the stress, and the whole goddamn world is making fun of her. Can you imagine? Man, even all the times that I felt like what I was doing was harmless, 
there's a little voice in my head going, I'm so sorry, Tanya, Tanya, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, 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 I'm so sorry. Nancy Kerrigan didn't get gold, but she did get silver. And that pretty much cemented her place as America's sweetheart. Tanya lost. She ended eighth. And that was pretty much the end of Tanya. I remember thinking, this has been fun and I hope Tanya forgives me, but I can't coast on this forever. The spotlight might have felt good for a minute, but she decided it was time to really give it a go, to finally move to New York and take a crack at the comedy world. And she told herself she'd do it on her own, without Tanya. So once I moved to Brooklyn, I dyed my hair like a really beautiful, rich chestnut brown. And was making my own way until one day when my roommate's friend burst in waving a copy of Backstage magazine. He plops it down on the coffee table and he jams his finger at this thing that he circled. And it says something like, The Musical Inquirer, a downtown musical in search of new Tanya Harding. And we all look up and I'm like, oh no. What I lacked in incredible talent, I made up for in looking exactly like Tanya. (laughs) Being super Tanya was my asset. And, um, you know, it's like, this is what you do. This is what you do. You audition, you get roles, you do it. And um, so I auditioned, got the part, trudged shamefully back to the hair salon. I was like, remember that beautiful uh, brown hair dye that you put in? You know, I said, pointing to my beautiful brown head. They're like, yeah. I'm like, you got to take it out. Big thanks to Lynn Harris for her story. Lynn is an author, a commentator, an award-winning journalist, and a mostly retired comedian. She also has a new business, teaching comedy to teenage girls. To learn more and watch her perform and sing as Tanya Harding, check out our website, snapjudgment.org. The original score and sound design by the amazing Leon Morimoto. That story was produced by Liz Mack. Yep, 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 yep. It's a new year, a new day. And Snap Judgment Live is going to places we've never been before. St. Louis, Nashville. Get tickets right now before it's too late. People, they don't believe me. They want to call the day of the show wondering if they can get tickets. No! That's what sold out meaning, Snappers. Don't be disappointed. Get yours at snapjudgment.org. Now then, next week on a brand new Snap, a question no one has ever asked before... Can Zumba save your life? We answer that burning question right here in the Snap Judgment Podcast. Do not miss it because this is not the news. No way is this the news. In fact, you could take out your chief cake-making rival by putting sand in her batter. Horrible business. And you would still, still not be as far away from the news as this is. But this is WNYC. 